detective. Thrill me. Thanks for joining us again for another episode. Jeff, it's good to have you back again. Tonight's episode is Split from 2016, the unbreakable sort of sequel, I guess. Uh, before we get to that, let's do a quick round the table. I will go first because I have pretty much nothing. Oof. I watched Cam, the Bloomhouse movie on um, Netflix. Nah. <laughs> Good idea. Nah. <laughs> Good idea. Has some moments that are all right. But overall, it was kind of a little bit boring. And um, I, I, the, the ending kind of left me a little bit sort of cold. Mm. Didn't really work, so. And uh, I... I hit the hit the trail on Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no! I deep dove, and after I passed um, a dating show uh, in bed with Ray J, <laughs> and another one that called with the rapper the game, um, <laughs> entertainingly called uh, she's got game. <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> I came across a little nineties. Uh, I think it was a nineties martial arts film called Martial Law. Oh yes, starring um, Steve McQueen's son. Less talented, <laughs> less talented actor, average martial artist. It was horrendous, <laughs> but it had the guy out of Jared. The guy gets his head punched in Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Julius. He's a. He's a. <laughs> he is a. Good to see you. He's, yeah, Julius. he's one Julius. of the sort of. Slimy thugs. <laughs> he gets around in some cornrows, <laughs> early cornrows, because it was the late eighties. Oh wow! Our our main guy wears a kind of yak style jacket, <laughs> similar to Vin Diesel, and I think one of the extras is Robert DiPietro Domenico. He looks just like him. Oh, I mean, wow. He's obviously been on end to season trip. So they accidentally see him. trip to Vegas. Absolute shit of a film. But there's a sequel on there, so... That'll be next week. How, <laughs> much, how much did you pay Lou Diamond Phillips for that movie, mate? <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed they're dropping a bit of Cynthia Rothrock yeah, on there yeah. lately. Well, oh. I'll tell you what, mate. Rothrock would kick your ass. She would. Know, she would Absolutely really kick some ass. she up. would. But, yeah, she uh, certainly can whip some rings. And she's a better actor than the other mate. <laughs> I can guarantee it. He's fucking... <laughs> a better actor than Julius. <laughs> ah, yeah, Julius is real bad, too. Yeah, so... Would have been good if he got his head punched off again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, like I've got some experience in this. I've had well, it's like that as he throws out a dude cut, and you're like, oh, Julius. <laughs> um, there is a sequel on there, so get on will be, be getting on it. Uh, after I go through, obviously, yeah, she's got game. <laughs> wow. That's it for me. Have you got Stan yet? Or... No, I haven't got Stan. Wow. <laughs> I, mate, I, I don't Prime. want Amazon Prime. I don't, I don't <laughs> want Stan it. Stan actually has some good No, no it hasn't got it. it has, I just want one. Netflix will do. But I've stuck. I've got Amazon Prime because we've got it there. And unfortunately, Let's a couple Stan, of... You get I should, have my, yeah, I should right. have my hands cut off. And like, <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough hours. No, I can't go near the bloody... You've got to be doing better than that, mate. <laughs> You need to get onto the PlayStation with a fucking I was say, so you can't watch Amazon Prime again. <laughs> Just go to PS, Net, PS Network and hire something. Good. I was going to hire Exit Loons yeah. today. Yeah. Oh, well, it's... I mean, fucking Amazon, you just... They're... they're <laughs> I can't believe you've got that recommended real. list. It's bullshit. You just sit there going, oh, my God. But then you go, oh, um, Samurai Cop. <laughs> Are you just thinking Amazon doesn't have enough money, Adam? Like, they need some of your funds? No, I think what Amazon... Oh, look, on there. <laughs> I think what Amazon's got is a bad case of we're not Netflix. Like, we can't yeah. afford to pick everything up. Everything's already taken. Basically, what they've got, they should be putting out more original yeah. product. That's no, what Netflix is well, do, do some of the original product, but fucking commit. If you're going to pick up martial law... Get them all. And get all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you have me for hours. I'll re up next year. That's probably yeah, an, Gibbo, Gibbo. an extra thousand dollars out of your budget to get a loan. Sixty bucks a year for twelve months. I can live with. Well, why three bucks a month? Because I I signed up just to the Amazon Prime package yeah. just for one year because yeah. I was gonna I knew I was gonna get some stuff delivered from Amazon. So you sign up for the package you and then they it. go, look, here's Amazon Prime for twelve months as well. Fuck right, eh? No, but... Cable so I've, I've essentially paid my $60 membership with the postage fees yeah. from the products I've got from Amazon. Yeah. 
But you give me Samurai Cop as well. <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> the thing for me, the luxury for me is Caitlin paid it. She you paid, paid the 60 bucks, so I paid zero. <laughs> Honestly, I'm watching Marshall Law for free. They'd have to pay me to watch the shit. You watch it. They'd have to pay me for it. Yeah, well, look, I must I've admit, got Stan and Netflix. I've actually got volume of quality. I, 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 I barely go to Prime anymore. Occasionally, I go to Samurai Cop, and that's about it. Stumble across it to see if they've picked up another Terrence Hill Bud Spencer. Self-loathing mode. If I was pissed, like if I was an alcoholic, I'd be on Amazon Prime all the time. Because hangover films, mate. Hangover films. Jesus. Matty, go. What do you got? Um, I've got a small list of the... Um, <laughs> I watched all, all of Big Mouth, so first two seasons. Of that. I started watching it ages ago and just went, oh, I can't cop this, and then just decided I'm going to get back onto it and just loved it. Yeah. NBA references in yeah. there. This, uh, <laughs> Let's go to basketball. If you can get past it being basically about teenagers wanking, then you can uh, sort of enjoy it. That's it's the best part. Good fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, they actually reference that. Was it at the end of the first season or the second yeah, season where he's like, season. this is yeah. like, it's like cartoon, like kids genitalia. And they're like, ah, it's fine. It's yeah, Netflix. Yeah. 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 You definitely have to. They know what they're doing, but it's so funny and well done. Like the writing's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The characters just have like the obsession with <laughs> Nathan Finn. Or yeah, yeah, with the dog. Just got some weird Nathan Fillion, yeah. Fillion, that's right, yeah. yeah. Just the um, dog that looks like Fillion. <laughs> some good bits in it. I watched a, another doco. No man, if you watch <laughs> something no, like, old, this is like in the background. Man. I didn't put this on. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. it was an English English one on uh, hot mums going out with their daughters <laughs> oh. and all that sort of stuff. This is this is like <laughs> in the background, of, but what's think, wrong with you? It's, I didn't turn this on. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen but, Die Hard, but you can watch some. It's pretty funny. So this Fuck. kid's going to a this kid's going to a uh, a modelling gig with his dad, and his dad gets his kid off to show him how ripped he is. <laughs> oh, it's pretty funny. But, uh, Jesus Christ! Yeah, and then I went to basketball. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I started Waco off. Um, is that off SBS? So which first season of that? The first um, episode of that. Actually. Was that good? Yeah, yeah, good, really good. But um, obviously, I haven't gone back to it, so maybe must be enough. Really drove me in. I didn't but I'll get back into it. I'll no, I didn't have, did have a guy as far as I come down. Uh, what we gig in the two or hot mums? It's got old mate from what's his name? Taylor John Kitch. John Carter. Yeah, Taylor Kitsch, Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he's sensational. He's actually he's a good actor. Really, really I bet you Taylor Kitsch just love that you go the guy from John Carter. That's what he's known for. Yeah, no, I, he's I, there I, going. Yes, the one that got paid. Somebody remember the guy? The battleship. I'm throwing out lights. Tim Riggins. Dude, Taylor Kitsch is good, but he's made some. We were talking strictly about John Carter. Being remembered as the bloke from John Carter. I don't think that would happen a lot. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, I don't know his uh, discography very well. Yeah. So. <laughs> discography? What do you got? Well, anything else, Pat? Oh, if you, yeah. again, if you say something about hot mubs or fucking uh, old people <laughs> and bloody polygamists or something, this out next. There's bits of NBA watching, and, yeah, yeah. and that's sort of ended my list of, that I can think of at the moment. But it's for the best. Just watch Die Hard. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I I got onto a couple of other ones that I've been watching previously, confession tapes, finished up yep. right off again. Jesus, I hope I never get pinned as the man in a crime that I did commit. Oh god. Jeez, you're up you're up against it. A little bit more of the Batman animated stuff on Blu-ray. Just love it. I watched Haunted or started to watch Haunted. Which is that is one that on people Netflix. telling their stories? People about? telling their real life ghost stories and then they dramatise them kind of like conjuring <laughs> style. Yeah. And how is it? You pulled it yourself a couple of times. There was a couple of moments where the dramatisations were pretty creepy and the stories were pretty creepy. But it's it's fucking bullshit. I was gonna say, do you buy any of it? Yeah. Like there was there was one where the kid was telling sort of I mean, it, it just comes down to whether you believe in ghosts or not. Mm. I'm just kinda of like this no. <laughs> um, like episode two, episode two, Jeez, man. they essentially have like a family telling how their fucking granddad was just like Texas Chainsaw, basically. Just was it the Lord's family? Because <laughs> 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 it was the Lord's family. I don't know, the house's fault. The house was doing all that. The house was pinching money and doing all that. <laughs> At George, what a guy. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, finally, straight as an arrow, mate. Yeah, finally, <laughs> someone's actually made a movie about the real murders that happened in there. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so episode two generated a whole bunch of controversy because people were like, well, clearly this is bullshit because 
if this happened, what you're saying, we'd know about it. Yeah. They'd be missing people or... Because essentially what they were saying was like Texas Chainsaw shit. People, they'd, they'd bring in... They'd bring people home from a bar and just kill them and stuff like that. Yeah. And the kids all knew about it. It's like, eh, nah, this is crap. And yeah. I think someone's done a bit of research and connected a lot of the people that were telling the stories in the episodes to creative, people in, yeah. creative people in the horror industry. Yeah. So... Um, but I mean, there's some there's some stories in there that got some legs. Like, there's a couple it's of chills. Hey. There's one episode where they, the family finds a well in the in the house, like an old well in the, the house that they're living in, and the kids go and look down the well and and see another three kids who start imploring them to come down and play with us and things like that. So there's yeah. episodes that you get a few little chills. Out. Yeah. yeah, but and the dramatizations really add to it. But you're just watching the whole thing going, this is just... It's not plausible. That, yeah. that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a full-on... Look, no thanks, I've got things on. <laughs> I, can, I cannot come down there with you. I'm not going to... It looks like a nice hotel. I'm leaving us to it. Martial Law. Martial Law 2 is just queuing up on uh, Amazon Prime. Um, I watched Upgrade, finally. Oh yeah, nice. But I really liked it. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah, it's it's cool. Like um, I think Maddie and Gibbo both said it. Some of the commentary on like um, AI taking over the world is a bit surface level, mm. but it's entertaining as hell. And the direction I really liked, like mm. when he takes when he starts getting taken over by the computer, sort of the the chips, the direction adjusts, and it's kind of like you know they do some of that stuff where the lens is attached to his body, so when he's moving, yeah, he's static in the shot, but the background's moving, and some of it looks like first person shooterish from behind him. Yeah. Um, some really cool stuff but I had the creepiest fucking thing happen while I was watching it Ooh. you're watching a movie about AI taking over the world and on screen one of the characters says do you have to talk oh, you like, can you talk the kind of things and the character says, heard it or something? can you talk and my Google who needs to it needs to say hey Google or something to set it off my Google starts going I can sing I can sing and starts fucking singing at me and I'm just like <laughs> I can't handle this. I'm watching a movie about AI taking over the world. I didn't fucking talk to you. And nobody on the screen yeah. said, hey, Google. Yeah. But it responded and started because it sang as well. It was really eerie, this yeah. robot voice fucking singing at me. But yeah, the movie, movie was good. I don't want my eyes singing. I watched the doco called Batman and Bill, which was bloody good. I knew the story. It was about a guy who basically... Um, so essentially if you don't know the story the bloke that supposedly created Batman fucking Bob Kane was a fucking con artist basically he didn't create created very limited stuff himself and this bloke called Bill Finger essentially redesigned Batman for him like if Batman was Bob Kane's idea it would have been a blonde guy in like a red suit with a big wing kind of like Leonardo da Vinci kind of wing thing on and Bill <laughs> Finger essentially redesigned it and, and made it what Batman is and then Bill Finger ghost wrote Bob Kane's stuff about um, he created essentially created the Joker, created Commissioner Gordon, created Robin, created Gotham City. So created Batman. Basically yeah. created Batman. And Bob <clears throat> Kane is just he's, he was a fucking prick of a bloke. He's just you know he would hold art shows about oh I'm going into doing like Batman lithographs now and all this sort of shit. It'd just be other people painting him and him signing him. And so the doco was about one guy kind of discovering all this and going back and really unearthing the history. And then trying to track down family because it would have to be family to challenge creators' rights and stuff. So it's essentially this guy campaigning to get it changed to Bill Finger, created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger, which was difficult. But yeah, bloody good doco. It was on SBS, so I jumped on it. Home Alone, getting in the Christmas spirit. Yes, the first one. Yeah, the first one. I kept telling my son about it for some reason. I don't know where we saw it, but I, I think I saw we saw like a, a like a homage to it. On something, Don't and I said, "Oh, that's home alone." Oh. <laughs> I said, "Oh, that's home alone," and he's like, "What's home alone?" So we kind of watched it. And I had the exact same thing happen with me. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, just quietly, the twenty minutes where they try to bust into the house still gets me every <laughs> time. So Pesci getting his hair fucking torched on fire, it just uh, cracks me up. I actually, uh, I actually suggested that because Dylan saw the trailer for Dennis the Menace. Yeah, and yeah. I said, "Can we not do that? We'll do something else." We'll do home alone. And I watched Home Alone with him instead. Uncle, yeah. Yeah. I think the, um, the John Candy bit in the van is. Yeah, Yo, hilarious. Yeah, really good. I forgot poker, about poker, it. Poker? Yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot about him, but he's got some cracking ones. He's in so good. I'm um, speaking of the Christmas season. I watched Jiggle all the way. Oh, what the fuck's <laughs> going on in that movie? So he's punching bloody reindeer yeah. and decking people. It's basically just a 
Arnold Schwarzenegger violent film without any blood. That's yeah, it. yeah, it's funny. It's pretty funny. Very doesn't he? Man. Doesn't he um, get in the blue with the dwarfs too? Yeah, yeah, he throws <laughs> in the wolf. He's <laughs> ridiculous. Oh dear. Yeah. Um. So I watched. I uh, got through most of season three of Daredevil. I think I've got two episodes to go. Fuck, mate. How they cancelled that, I'll never know. I just... Did they get I didn't even know. No, Daredevil's been cancelled. This has got, got Basically, I believe um, Marvel did it. So it's Disney trying to take all their shit back for their streaming service. Wow. So, That's a bummer. But they'll have to start one. again, mate. Well, they basically said there will be no continuation of Daredevil as we know it. And they won't make it R-rated if it's Disney. How's your son Charlie Cox feel about this? Charlie Cox is not happy, and Charlie Cox is also not happy. Yeah, it's... um. I'm, I'm pissed off because it was so good. Yeah. The season was so good. Just leave it there. Yeah. Like you, these guys are doing the good work with the, the stuff that you own, the it, properties. Just yeah. let them use it. If yeah. you want to can the others, trim the fat and just let Daredevil well, and Jessica Jones keep going. Yeah, I, could see, I, I could see getting rid of bloody Luke Cage Iron and Fist and Luke Cage because yeah. neither of them really sort of found their groove. So, I mean, basically we know now that Jessica Jones and Daredevil, I mean, Punisher will screen the seasons that are filmed and they'll be gone too. Like, yeah. yeah, that's a It's bar. fucking bullshit because the this, this season was so good and Charlie Cox was just awesome He's as awesome. Daredevil. Vincent D'Onofrio, I don't see how anyone can do another kingpin yeah. like that while he's still yeah. alive. Yeah. Like, he was just awesome. I just think that even even uh, even um, Bullseye, like there's some stuff about his backstory that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. But the way they present it in the show works. Like, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm just Disney doing really it. disappointed. Really disappointed with it's that just one. Just bullshit. Um, I saw the new <coughs> the new Grinch. Kids wanted to I see that. I heard that was oh. really bad. It's not terrible. It's probably. Probably a little bit above the Jim Carrey one, but the problem Thank is, you, problem is, you got a book that sustains about twenty minutes of a movie, yeah, and you make it a ninety minute movie. Yaps. So what the fuck do you do? And it's just, you know, it's a bit. The stuff that they do is a bit, bit blah. You know, like, just there. Um, and I, the last one was Creed Two. <laughs> Creed Two, yeah. Creed Two. Yeah, I was a big fan. Yeah, it's not as good as not as good as the last one. Went to more formula. It's been slightly Stallonified. Yeah, it's oh. been a little bit Stallonified. But look, Stallone can play Rocky in his sleep now. Yeah, and and he has some, <laughs> some of the fighting stuff. Some of the fighting stuff is is. Uh, doesn't quite hit the beats of some of the previous ones. It was missing Kubler. Yeah, but they know how to pull the emotional strings. And to me, Drago was as good a villain as has been in the, or, you know, as good as the opposition has been in the Rocky series. Like, mm. seeing Ivan Drago as a bit of a broken man and his son barely speak but have all this shit put around him that makes him, like, gives him depth. Like, Oh, because he didn't have many lines, as you said. Um, but he actually like his like the facial acting and the facial like, expressions. Stuff, he was decent. The man. reactions like, to good. the people around him and yeah. the situations that arise. Like I was really happy with it. I don't I know how really to say it. Like, Florian Montiano or yeah. Montiano or something like that. Lundgren. Lundgren was good. Yeah. Lundgren gets to run in the end too, and fuck, he's no, still it, struggling. Does not get a run very athletic. Oh god! <laughs> but the scene when he when um him like when he's in waiting in the restaurant and Sly comes in and they're sort of playing off it like that was just I was loving that bit. Yeah, that's yeah. like going back thirty years. Yep. Like all this angst and stuff that they're both carrying around and it came I know. across. If yeah. only they, they had they had done a workout in the snow together. Yeah, that would have really taken me right back. Um, but no, it, like, like it, it wasn't was just, as good as the first one. It wasn't as good, but it hits the emotional beats. <clears> you got some really good actors like Tessa Thompson and Michael B. Jordan are both excellent. Well, according to Stallone, he's finished. Just. It's Rocky. It look, I'd be happy to see him carry it on from here. There's a scene at there's a scene at the end where it suggests that this is him saying, "Yeah, I'm done now." Yeah. But he's done that before with other things. So Rambo. Last one. Keep filming, look, fellas. Keep Rambo, filming. What's Rambo bombs? Is that what I'm saying? Creed three. Oh, right. Let's do it. Let's do it. I don't think Rambo's gonna bomb. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's gonna it's it, gonna be the best Rambo. No. No, but I'd be happy. I would be happy now with what they've put on pl- in place. You know, having um, having Duke's son there. We've made those attachments to Adonis. Now you've got Drago on the fringes. If you wanted to reuse him somehow, I'm I'm happy enough for him to keep going without Rocky now. If they want to, it really yeah. just felt like Rocky two, three, and four merged together. It did. Though, as well, like just story got, beats. But yeah, yeah. And yeah. obviously, just a bit. Well, I could dramatic. see it. I actually think it would be nice. It might be worth cutting Rocky loose now, hmm. and because you've established. Adonis yep. and his girlfriend 
you know, children and everything coming yeah. through, <clears throat> let's move that forward. It'd be harder without Rocky, but I, I a lot of the emotional stuff relies on him still. That's the only yeah. problem. Yeah, I could see them going for another one without him. If yeah. It, oh, dude, it's made too much money. They're going to do yeah. another one <laughs> for sure. So is that you for you? That's me. That's me. All right. Now, obviously, you saw Creed too, is it? Yes. Yeah. So that was uh, one of the last things I had on there. But I, I, yeah, I was with Jared. I, I liked it. It's probably it's probably like a half or you know half star below the first one. It just didn't quite have like I think the guy that directed it was was at school at uh, um, with Kugler yeah. and Kugler actually put him forward because Sly was going to direct it. Shit. And then, and then he—he's <laughs> well, yeah. got G's to squeeze into I mean, the Rocky yeah. fight. It didn't have quite have the same flair um, that Kugler get put in the first one. Got kids to get in. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But oh, yeah, I liked it. Fine. Um, I watched uh, Shameless season eight on Netflix. They they tried to finally go somewhere a little bit different with the story, and it still it still gets you some laughs and stuff. But it's just. They're sort of running out of anymore. ideas. I, I don't know. It's just, you can only do so many really shocking things before it just starts getting silly. Yeah. I watched Outlaw King, um, the Chris Pine one on Netflix. Oh, yeah, any good. Um, they're trying to say it's got Oscar legs and stuff like that. I don't fucking say it. <laughs> it's, it's not bad. It's fine. But it's it's a totally generic um, like period piece movie. It's sort of in the same sort of vein. Kingdom of like, Heaven? Probably better than Kingdom of Heaven. Probably a bit above the uh, Robin Hood and, and stuff like that. Like. Oh. Yeah. Just quietly, did anyone see the trailer for that? Mm. Or the new Holy one? No, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the shit. Yeah, no, it's been getting absolutely panned. That looks the new one. absolutely terrible. That might finally finish. Yeah, Taron Egerton. That looks like it's been directed by Guy Ritchie. Don't worry about Taron Egerton. Fucking, where's <laughs> Jamie Foxx going to be finished <laughs> off? He's he's delivering. It's rough, man. It's been getting very Some bad buzz. Stinky performances. <laughs> yeah, yeah, away um, yeah, so that wasn't a bad. Um, I watched the uh, documentary about Ronnie Coleman. Oh yeah, it could be wrong. <laughs> Mate, take a hint. Stop doing weights. Oh, like, is he still doing yeah. them? How old is this he? This is him. At, you know, it, look, it's basically going through and it's doing like a bunch of like um, periods up to where he has back surgery again. So he can't walk now, right? He's on crutches and his legs are just attributed to shit. And he's, he's, all these doctors are saying, you need to stop this. And next scene, it's him lifting this massive weight bench press. And he's like, he's still in, like, he's a big guy still. And obviously not when he was, when he was. How um, old is he? 50. Six or Couldn't we just say, yeah, I was king shit once. I'm not anymore. Mate, yeah. he just clearly just can't let it go. And he's, he's obviously doing really well for himself. He's got all of his, like, um, he, like, endorses a bunch of stuff and things like that. That's good when you can't walk. But he's got these little kids. <laughs> right. He's got a wife and little kids, and he's just dead set destroyed it. And he's in constant pain and just yeah. goes to the gym every day and just jacks it. So what? So is it basically the lifting? It's, no, it's not the roids? Uh, no, it's just, that, it just the sheer weight. Yeah, yeah, right. Because <laughs> the thing that set him apart, a lot, of, a lot of the bodybuilders built up big muscle, but he was actually like a world-class powerlifter with the weights yeah. that he was doing. Like he was doing like nine hundred pound like squats and stuff. Like, he always yells out shit in the gym too. Yeah, like uh, lightweight and all this. Yeah, stuff lightweight. Crap. Yeah, buddy, yeah, and yeah, all this sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like he's got all these. But I mean, he's so respected and everything. And all these other guys that he used to compete against, they're all perfect. Like they're still big guys and stuff, but they're. They've gone on to live like normal lives. lives. They've, they've tapered off. Let it go. So you see, and you, you say fifty years old, ripping Nick, <laughs> but you, you can still walk. That's yeah. good. Like, like I, don't, I don't know how the, the surgery actually end up going because it kind of kind of cuts off and says that oh, Ronnie's continuing to do um like his, his <laughs> like therapy and stuff like that. But it's also saying he continues to lift weights against his doctor's wishes. No. And it's like, what are you uh, doing, reality. mate? Like honestly, the guy is set for life. Quite honestly, for a second there, I was a little bit confused because um you talk, started talking about powerlifting and I was thinking, hang on a minute, are you talking about Ronnie Corbett? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. It's good night for me. It's good night for you. <laughs> You're talking about the third Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. He, he would be here, but he can't walk into the studio. It was actually a decent doco. That's worth a look. Oh, look, um, I, yeah, I, I love, I love Big Ron. I love Big Ron, but yeah. um, quite he's, frankly, mate, he mate, seems like an amazing guy too. Like really good dude. Yeah, it's but just sad quite to frankly, see. Look at someone like Arnie. Yeah, he, he, he moved on. He was always in Riffing Nick. Yeah. <laughs> Not but, always. <laughs> <laughs> but Arnie obviously gave the game away. Yeah. And he was still considered a legend. Surely yeah. Ronnie would still be considered a legend. Ronnie's legacy like is cemented. Like, you talk to all these guys and they're like, he is the greatest that there will ever be and there's no one will get near him. They just won't. Yeah. And then he just keeps going. Anyway, so then... How's his heart still going? I don't understand. I mean, he's, he's got, got three. <laughs> <laughs> he's got three. He's the size of a time lord. 
Um, <laughs> I watched Jack Reacher Never Look Back. Uh, it's not very good. The first one wasn't great. Oh, the, 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 yeah, I don't know how it got a sequel, the really. The first like, one was okay. It kind of came and went, but it's just a generic, like, yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it... Once again, cruise, mate. The last scene, the last scene in Never Look Back yeah, is right. one of the most annoying things of it. It's the the one where these guys are so badly injured that they can barely stand and they're sort of staggering around, and then they'll get this big burst of energy and punch the other guy, and then they'll be both on yeah. the ground. And it's oh, anyway, it's shit. I watched <laughs> the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh yeah, on yeah, yeah. I, I heard that was okay. super cool. Yeah, I really liked it. Yeah, um, if you like those guys as directors, mm. it's definitely worth a look. Very different. Like, I think it's, it's either six or seven different little stories in there. Right. And they're all totally different. Like, they don't link together at all, other than that they're all sort of Wild West sort of stories. But it's, it's very cool, very worth a look. Um, watched all of F is for Family season three. Best season so far, I think. I, I love that stuff. <laughs> the lowest I went this week. <laughs> I watched The Great War with Matt Damon. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. It is dog shit. Like, really bad. Just nonsense. <laughs> the professional term for a dog shit. <laughs> Mate, and some of the CGI in it, like the, one of the first intro scenes that's doing like this sort of pan over the Great Wall, it looks like a bad video game. Because like, that was made... It's a Chinese film, is that? It's, it's that's the only way you can explain it. Like, because and he was just brought in as a, a name? It's got the guy from... Um, Narcos in it as well that plays Javier Pena I can never remember his name but um it's made it's a horrendous movie <laughs> uh, and then I watched the new Iverson doco on Netflix too there's so many Alan Iverson doco and they all go through the same but this one's actually one of the better ones it's pretty good <laughs> so he talks to him because he's become a rampant dickhead hasn't he uh, a little oh, bit oh, sorry I shouldn't say become he, he, he's had his moments, that's was, for sure. Yeah. Um, it, yeah, I mean, yeah, they do talk to him though. But it's, it's actually worth a look. It's got, it's got some other stuff behind the scenes things, and yeah, it was decent anyway. But yeah, that's what I mean. It had some highs and lows. Uh, I'd definitely recommend Ballad of Busker Scruggs though. You, got, you should, you should have to check that out. Mm. Something different. And that was yeah. it. All right. Let's take a break. Here's the trailer for 2016's Split. Twenty-three identities live in Kevin's body. I have red thought. He's not well. I'm too impulsive. Pardon me, sir. I think you have the wrong car. Someone's coming for you. <laughs> You're not gonna like it. You will be in the presence of something greater. <sighs> Split rate PG-13. Alright, Split from 2016. Written, produced, and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, it's also produced by Mark Beanstock, who gave us Wild Things 4. Cold. Oh. Foursome. Wild Things 4. I didn't even know there was a three. Or a I know, but you will be fighting them soon enough. Check oh, Amazon man. Prime. I'll just borrow your Amazon Prime login. <laughs> Naming that film was like a two minute process, clearly. What was it? Wild Things yeah. 4. What? Wild Things 4. Foursome. Oh, wow. <laughs> and Jason Blum. He gave us Get Out and Halloween. <laughs> What's terrible. Blum doing? Uh, Turning up with that bloke. I don't know. I mean, I, I, of course, he's probably got a really awesome resume, but I, of course, found <laughs> yeah, it embarrassing. <laughs> Booby. Okay, it stars James McAvoy as Kevin Wendell Crumb slash Dennis slash Patricia slash Hedwig slash The Beast. Hedwig. <laughs> Anna Taylor-Joy as Casey Cook and Betty Buckley as Dr. Karen Fletcher. This has a minuscule budget of $9 million and made 278 worldwide. Not a bad percentage. That's yes. Blumhouse for you. And supposedly Joaquin Phoenix was in talks to play... McAvoy's role, but um, they couldn't reach an agreement, so McAvoy took the, the part. I'm not sad. I think both would have done a good job. Though. Yeah, yeah, I think he would have done a good job as well. Good. But yeah. yeah. Thoughts, Maddie. I really like this one. I'm, I don't know. I, it kept me entertained the whole way. The um, I, was, I guess I I ended up watching it twice because I was watching bits and pieces of it. Oh, so and then. Getting cut off, and then uh, and then went back and watched it. <laughs> Don't, don't knock a hot mums. <laughs> the um, but it ended up um, yeah, second time around. Watched it without, I guess, all the 
trying to predict what's going to happen next. And um, I went into it not really knowing what it was about at all as well. So mm. really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. I was happy with four stars on that one. Four stars. Yeah, all right. Give up? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, obviously, McAvoy's performances are amazing. Like, he does a really good job with it. I've got a few little quibbles with it. I, I don't think it's... I don't think it's up to the standard of, of uh, the, its predecessor. Obviously, a big gap in there, but I don't think it's as good as Unbreakable. But I'm also a really big fan of Anya Taylor-Joy. I, I really liked her work that she did in The Witch as well. I thought she was pretty good in this. And the the, um, the lady that... I can't remember her name, that plays the psychiatrist. I thought she was pretty strong. But there's just a couple of bits where things just get a little bit too slow. Um, and it feels like it's always going to get to a certain point and they're just sort of filling time until that happens. But I, I, I'd go with three. Jared? Yeah, I was probably closer to where Gibbo was at. That's hot. Again, sort of hovering in three and a half, three. I'll probably settle on a three. McAvoy is excellent. And I'm a big fan of, of uh, the chick that played Casey as well. Like She's know, yep. she's definitely got a, a big career ahead of her. I'm surprised she hasn't done more, really. Yeah. No, she's she's excellent. Well, she, isn't she? In, uh, she's in one of the Marvel ones, the not the movie, the TV. Is she Runaways or something like that? Yeah, I saw. I can't remember read which one it was, but um, yeah, she's she's outstanding. Um, I just felt like it's there's parts of it that are just a bit too slow. It's like you said, you you kind of see that they're going to get to a point, and then there's things where it's just like things are happening that are not really progressing to that point. Yeah, and it's just you're kind of just waiting for McAvoy to come back on screen for a while. Yeah. Um, to, down the stretch, things happen a little bit that, that speed things up and make it more interesting and keep you kind of gripped a little bit more. Had some issues with where it went. The, the sting at the end probably put it in context for me and, and kept my impressions of it a little bit higher coming out of the cinema. Mm. So then watching, watching it back with that knowledge, it was still pretty good, mm. but it wasn't quite as good. Uh, it made it, certain things made more sense, but yeah, it wasn't quite as gripping the whole way through. So I reckon a three. Yeah, I'd go with a three. It has interesting ideas. McAvoy's performance is fantastic, mm. but the mid portion is very slow. Every time they go away from the kidnapped girls, yeah. and McAvoy's involvement with them, it gets very boring. And like you guys. I mean, Jared, you summed it up. If the kicker wasn't that it was part of the Unbreakable Universe, it'd be kind of like... What was, was all that all point? about? Yeah. Especially because it's know? not really a resolution at the end. Like yeah, it's, just, it's just, just kind leaves. of... But it's meant finishes. to be, though. Yeah, no, yeah. no. It's meant to be, so I get... The fact that it's part of it, I think, gives it a bit more yeah. push because we understand now where it's going. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just some of that mid-portion stuff where they're talking about... He's talking with the psychologists and... It just it bore, it kind of bored me. It slowed down. I love the interaction between the psych and the and, and yeah. Oh, look, some of it the the discussions were good. Like yeah. they would they would it was interesting stuff, but it just wasn't like Unbreakable, which was interesting all the way through. Every time they did something, I actually I actually had a bit more problem with the three girls together. I yeah, when, when they split them up, it got better. It sped up because it was just Anya Taylor. And, and mm. they started to try and throw in a few more escape efforts, which were a yeah. bit more tense. You know, yeah, like yeah. when they're trying the to escape it. efforts, you just knew nothing. But nothing was going to happen. Yeah, it just took all the tension out of it. Yeah. So it was just four. You know, it was five minute scenes of let's get moving. So That's then the when stuff you that back I to the psychiatrist. It's like okay, so here's where we're progressing a little bit. And mm. I did like the I did like the whole her backstory. Yeah. That stuff was really, it was complex and it was interesting and that stuff was really good. And I just would have liked a bit more of that. It's almost like um, McAvoy is, when he's on screen at points, he's really good, but then I just found some of that stuff in the middle a little bit black. Mm. But still solid. Yep. Three out of five. Shyamalan's directing was uh, back mm. on. Yeah, yeah, back yeah, on track. Yeah, yeah he, he does really cool stuff. Yeah, I liked the um that when when he's having the conversations with the psych, Barry's never facing the camera. It's always like a direct shot of Doctor Fletcher. Yeah, but Barry's like sort of until you realise or the, the true character comes yeah. out, the true personality. Mm. There's no direct shot in that conversation, mm. which I, I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, to do it. Yeah, it was. Um, oh, McAvoy's performance is just like yeah, it's really absolutely good. outstanding. Really good, because there's times when, in the hands of a lesser actor, it, it would 
show up as a Razzie winning performance. <laughs> yeah, um, you could overdo it. You could totally overdo it. Yeah. And there was times where he was Jim bordering Carrey on heading into comical. He could have been bordering on comical, but he held it together really well. Especially like, with the Hedwick side of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think exactly Patricia, he really pulled off. But the Hedwick thing, especially with the speech impediment and the fact that he's supposed to be a little kid. Really pair You can go very wrong with that one, yeah. yeah. That dancing scene was... Yeah, such a good way to relieve a bit of the tension, yeah. but yeah. still maintain the tension. But like, it, was, it was super creepy. It was it. like, yeah, it was totally ridiculous. But then they shot it from like her standing in the doorway, and then he starts doing that shit, running towards the camera. Yeah. And you're like, this is still kind of yeah. messed yeah. up. Like, yeah, and she's taking a risk being in that room, especially yeah. towards the end, that last shot where Shyamalan's just sort of shifting between mirrors and yeah, different shots of him, and he's changing characters within the, the yeah. scene is pretty damn good. I was yeah. also a fan of Dennis. He sounded like Buffalo Bill. Yeah. 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 I'm the same comment. Yeah, because it was a different voice completely. Yeah. And the ticks like clean, constantly cleaning yeah. and like the way that they dropped that, the psychologist recognised that it was Dennis was yeah. fucking awesome because yep. he just just subtly grabs a hanky and sort of just tips it, moves the chocolates. Yeah, 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 yeah. Moves the stool. chocolates, yeah, yeah. And um, forgets, the, forgets the pictures as that's well. That's right, yeah. And I really did like the opening sequence where they get kidnapped. Yeah, because of the way it shot the inside, outside, inside, outside the car, mm. you know, and then suddenly it was a bit like the train stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then suddenly he's sitting in the, the driver's seat. Yeah, everyone's kind of going like, "Well, hang on, mate, what are you doing?" <laughs> it so establishes what, that those girls are entitled as well. Yeah, like, just, just inviting because the parents said to do it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But even the fact that uh, Dennis in, the, in that scene, he doesn't even address what would you say the name is the unintelligent one in the front Casey. seat, Casey, Casey because. His plan was just the two girls in the back. Yeah. So he goes through with that plan and she's just sitting there and then it's not until she goes for the door handle Yeah, he goes that he goes, that. okay, no worries, I've got to sort this out too. Like, it just shows that he's so precise about with everything that he does. <laughs> and he was just like, I've got to get rid of the chocolate wrappers because this is really buggy. Yeah. 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 That's very cool. They do a pretty good job of keeping it ambiguous for the early part. You're not really sure what's going on. They keep going back and forth to the psychologist's yeah. office. We see these different personalities coming see out. See the high heels through the crack of yeah, the door. Yeah, yeah, like there's a whole thing with, with Patricia and you think, yeah. shit, there's a woman out there, she's going to help him and it turns out to be him and then he's in the psychiatrist's office saying, I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm the best I've been. You know, he's walking around, I've been great. Yeah. I'm going I'm really well. And then it keeps cutting back to him with them changed up. So it's, it's a really good way to give them time to try and escape. Yeah. It created some opportunities because yeah. he had to keep rushing back. And it, it, yeah, a typical Shyamalan or his best, his better sort of work is to keep you guessing, and and slowly give you little pieces of it. Yeah, and he does the same thing here. Some of the, some of the, um, I guess the mannerisms that, or the things, the little events that were happening as the different characters, just those shifts I really enjoyed. So things like Patricia combing the hair and just being mm. like a little bit violent. Yeah. Or like waking up with um, Hedwig. Yeah. Like, spooting you. That would be as scary <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. But just then this stupid little voice coming out of this grown man that's just the biggest threat that you've ever had in your life. Yeah. yeah. I, I loved a lot of those things. Even with Patricia, when she's uh, when she cuts the sandwich and she cuts her crooked and just yeah. snaps and slams the knife down. Yeah. And you think, oh, is this a change of character? And it's not. It's just her... Being like, going a bit, a bit crazy. Out the other way, yeah. And yeah. the fact that they've identified that there's characters that, like, sort of... In these multiple personas, which probably isn't how it really works, but there's characters that uh, like band together and yeah, yeah like the yeah. horde, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, and but even within the horde, there's yeah. like there's but I also like love the fact too that she she kind of recognised that if I try and trick him, Hedwig, that the others are actually after you, mate. Yeah, and he starts going. Oh, no, they're not. You know, he starts getting so she starts to get that realization she might be able to talk her way out. Dependent yeah. upon the personality that's being presented, but then and then they cut that out because when uh, what's his when uh, when Barry comes well, no not Barry sorry when Dennis comes back he's like you shouldn't you shouldn't trick little children like yeah. he gets a yeah that's that's a bridge too far isn't it Dennis yeah yeah, yeah that's the thing that's yeah the thing yeah. You, you definitely shouldn't <laughs> kidnap a mate but oh, we don't want to trick little kids <laughs> yeah that's it yeah the morals are definitely skewed there and I thought that helped establish the character as not understanding how the violence is the wrong thing to be doing yeah, yeah. Um, with, with one of their first interactions once the girls are in that bunker 
And I thought Casey was actually being a bit of a dick. Like the other girls are saying, oh, we need to stick together and whatever. She's sort of trying to push him away. Yeah. But then when she tells the girl, when he grabs her to, to wear her pants, and she's obviously, this has come from her experiences with other things, with her uncle probably. Yeah. That showed that she had a lot more of like the street smarts and like she was a bit more world wise than the other girls she were. She was maybe. a lot more patient and less entitled, which she? Yeah, and she obviously was looking for a way, like actual smart ways to do it instead of just trying to bash through walls or climb out through the roof sort of thing. Yeah. So. That was the first thing. Well, the play along. They she kept saying, there's yeah. a second lock on the other door. That's not going to help. Like, yeah. So. yeah. But it just seems like she, she was being a bit of a dick beforehand. Like, she was just... Like, she's obviously some kind of out, like an outcast, like a social outcast. But in that scene, she actually shows that she's probably got more value than the other ones do. Yeah. And she, <clears> as I said, she she realises I play along and mm. I might get out. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to escape is not going to help. And yeah, you know, she as you say, there was a second lock anyway. So we got out that door. And plus, you probably don't assume that you know that what actually happens at the end is going to happen. Like you wouldn't yeah. think that someone would go to that extreme either. They might just be, you know, a little bit unhinged. But you wouldn't assume that they're going to try and eat people or yes. any of that sort of yeah. shit. So, yeah. Just uh, a little kind of aside. I kind of really like the scene where the psychologist goes and sits with the woman in the other apartment. Yes! Yeah, it's like I loved it. She's talking about those people that you work with and kind of looking down her nose at the, you know, the crazy people. Yeah. But then it shows we're all fucking a little bit crazy when the TV <laughs> shopping comes on. She goes, oh, I, I need, need that. to buy one of those. Who <laughs> <laughs> buys that Flick. fucking little you know, you scrubbing thing? <laughs> <laughs> both like, you, can't use your, you can't use your thumbs to spin the wheel, dumbass. They're right, you can't. She's the normal Yeah, one. I thought that was really good. It was just kind of like a... It really didn't add a whole lot to the story, but it was just this quick sort of... It wasn't side necessary, but it was perfect. Yeah, yeah it's just great. this quick aside to say we're all got our little quirks and, you know... Yeah, it's pretty extreme though. <laughs> she was, she was a nutbag. So I tried to do a little bit of because you were saying I don't know how if like the you know the segregation of all the personalities and stuff. Like I tried to do a bit of a googling because also the physical stuff, like where they're saying like oh, one might be blind, the other one's not blind. Yeah, I couldn't find anything really concrete on it. I'm not no, sure how much that's. Yeah, well, I, I'd assume so, but I just thought well, maybe that's one of those things where you know someone that's sighted would create a. Uh, an alternate personality that yeah is not sighted or something like that. Like maybe that's a thing that anybody who's in, in that situation is not going to be hyper functional. There's no way that's possible. Anyone who's in that situation is doing that as a coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah, but that's maybe they might have seen something and they like, oh, okay, well, this personality can't yeah. see it. Yeah, you know, I just thought maybe it would be interesting if that was yeah something yeah. because the way they sort of explain it, it's one of those things they're trying to say is based in reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and sometimes they are, but uh, yeah, I don't. It's a hard sell, but it, it makes for an entertaining story. Story, yeah, the yeah. fact that they can transcend and then become more powerful is yeah. I mean, <laughs> theoretically, the I love though that, and then just all of a sudden, when the beast is established, it's like crawling along the walls. Yes. You're just like it's like it's such a good transition into. I guess it is a superhero movie. Or yeah, yeah. It's a bit. I mean, it, it sort of changes tone very quickly there, and that's one of the things I sort of had a problem with was how far they went down that road, but. Yeah, but I just thought I'd, I'd look into it because it seemed it was an, it's, the subject matter itself is really interesting, like what your mind can and can't actually achieve. Yeah. So I like that part of it. Hmm. I actually uh, kind of really like too that it plays out that, you know, both of them are survivors, really. Casey and Ke- uh, Kelvin? Kevin? Kevin. 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 Kevin and Casey are both kind of survivors, but they're sort of coping different strategies ways. with different, you know, his personality was fractured and hers was just kind of to isolate herself a little yeah. bit from the peers and things like that but it was yeah. I kind of like the way that you know when it, when it culminated in that whole scene of him sort of realising that she's not what he was not what he thought she was and um, because it, it kind of explicitly states earlier on that he watched the two girls but then he kind of gravitates towards her but then she's the one that's kind of like you know you're not the whole scene at the end when he's saying you're not uh, what does he say? He's saying like you're one of us or something. Yeah, you're, you're one of us. Yeah. I sort of really like that. That a little, little bit of little layers to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought that was quite good. I actually thought uh, I said before the flashbacks of her, her upbringing. Yeah. Mm. They start off really, really well. Like you feel this, you know, dad, dad loves her, and you now they go out hunting together, and there's this you know bond there. Making jokes, they're ripping on the uncle. Gets darker and darker and darker. But straight up, as soon as I saw that, just because of the casting, because I know that guy from Orange is the New Black, um, and his role in that's pretty dark as well. 
Um, as soon as I saw that guy, I'm like, this guy's going to be bad news. And I didn't obviously think he was going to be what he was, but <laughs> it's perfect casting. I thought he, he just played the right away. Creep. I was yeah. like, yeah, 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 he was crazy. Bad news. And it away. was, it was, it was cringe-inducing. That mm. even though not, it's not explicit in any way, and there's nothing. Oh, it doesn't shown, leave a grey area. It's just, like, you yeah. just immediately know this is. Especially awful. when her dad passes away, and he's like, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to yeah. have any trouble with you, am I? And. Yeah. But like for a little girl to pull a gun on a guy, yeah. something very rough's going on. Yeah. And yeah, that stuff's hard to watch, obviously. But um, yeah, it, it's it's effective though because it also means you know what sort of life she's led up until that point and why she's got all these coping mechanisms and why she's so like self-sufficient and able to, to defend herself. Like yeah. she's probably had to do a lot of that shit. Yeah. And, and why she's kind of, you know, she's playing the longer game with what's going on because yeah. she's, she's, you know, been through some pretty terrible shit. That she's uh, not as rattled as the other girls as, at first. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, yeah, because she's dealt with this, this <clears throat> some nasty things already in her life. So. Yeah. I can't wait to see the interaction between between him and the, and the well, other characters. Well, I think David Dunn might have a run-in with him. Yeah, but yeah. Surely, surely he fits into that same character. He's like the complete... Like emotionally, he's that tortured person, but physically, he's never touched. So I wonder if like the perfect antithesis. Considering it's the same universe, is there any chance that the uncle is the kid from the party, where he finds the girl passed out? Oh, that'd be a deep cut, wouldn't it? Maybe it'd be pretty deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You never know how they're going to cross over. I don't know. Maybe it's not any day range. I didn't realise that Anya Taylor Joy was in was in Glass until the second trailer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. I had no idea. Because I'm getting the sense from Glass that it's going to be kind of action. There's a more action related. sense of action. There's a sense he's going to take. He's got these two films with certain elements. It's all been leading up to Now, this one's the one where the villain and the hero face off, and this is where we're going to get. Well, there'll be the two villains. Well, it seems like Glass is going to be using the Beast as a bit of a tool to. Yeah. He's been the puppet master. Yeah, yeah, you know, to to do the physical sort of side of things. Yeah. I don't know. I'm interested to see how it all works out. Yeah. Mm. As I said before, some of the stuff later on once the girls are split up and there's escape attempts happening, which have a bit more... It's frantic, you know, they're trying to lift the lock open using the coat hanger and all Mm. that. That stuff's really good. It actually builds things up. And, you know, there's that sense of we, we're almost out. We're all, we, we could possibly have And they never out. really were either. No, no, yeah. they weren't going anywhere. But no. prior to that, you just knew they weren't. Whereas with the when he left and they're doing the door thing, you, there was a chance. Yeah. And you would kind of, come on, let's get moving. Whereas before that... When they went through the like, ceiling and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, you go to the ceiling, you got the two doors, you just kind of like, none of this is going to work. And yeah. it's sort of... It just felt like we were taking up minutes of yeah. not really going anywhere. Killing yeah. some time almost. Yeah. I guess uh, for me, watching it that second time, I was like, there's a lot of things with that that time where he's out of the house is, um, I guess, that they're trying to give you some... They give you, like, the, the email comes through and they've got the news story going at the same time. Yeah. And there's so there's, like, little bits... There's a few just, lines on the fire at that point. You'd yeah. think that she'd be a bit cluey that he's coming it seems like he's she, he's coming like every couple of hours or something but at one point it looks like she, like she gets the email and she looks at the news and it looks like she twigs yeah, and then he does. comes and visits and she's just totally normal with him again and yeah. I thought oh like is she playing to try and like ease something out of him like yeah, try yeah. and get some information she's out. just so she, trusting that she's got everything under control yeah I think she overestimates her control of the situation for sure yeah, yeah because she seems like she's obviously a very smart lady like she has a read on some things but I just don't think she knew how far down the rabbit hole he'd gone yeah and they, they give you little easter eggs like that throughout the whole thing they're like talking about the um the, the lions or the or the tigers what is it the, in the, having that conversation about uh, oh, the zoo animals thing, the yeah. zoo animals yeah. yeah then you realise they're in the zoo yeah. so there's like a little bit little things like that are connecting dots throughout the whole thing so mm. I don't know maybe I'm just trying to say it's not as slow as you guys feel no. <laughs> I also like the, the the way during all those escape attempts we start to see the beast come out and mm. he yeah, it's pretty striking when he first appears. You know, when he's, yeah. he's got all those rippling sort of. Bones. They won't show his face for ages, yeah. will they? And then they, then he picks her up and. God, the way that he does death. in the psychologist is just yeah, oof, nasty, yeah, pretty nasty. Yeah, uh, yeah. When I first watched it, I was like, there was there was that moment of holy shit, this is really messed up. I wasn't expecting it at all to go in this direction. Yeah. And then there was this feeling of, mm, 
I'm not, I'm not sure how I feel that he's actually kind of a supernatural thing. That's the idea um, problem though, yeah. So it's kind of, oh, I don't know, it's a roller coaster. It's sort of up and down yeah. because when I was watching that, I was like, oh, I don't know about that. And then obviously... He's this, meant to be a super villain though. That's but this is the thing. You didn't know that. So when you're yeah. watching it, like so I wasn't watching time, a super villain. Yeah, you're watching a little yeah. thriller. And then so you watch that and you're like, the visuals are really cool. But then I'm kind of like, what am I watching again? Yeah. And I was, I was a little bit disappointed then the stinger at the end, which is an absolute belter, just recontextualizes it. Like it's yeah. it's not a twist. It was not really a twist. It's just this whole thing to say, right, story's wrapped up. It changed the a whole little context. coder on the end to say it's in this universe. Yeah. So then you kind of like, oh, and you know, as I said, I came out of split thinking, yeah, wow, that was really cool. Mm. But then when I watched it again, even with the knowledge, I was still a little bit. Yeah, the beast looks kind of cool, but I'm still... It feels like it just goes too far. Yeah. So I think when I watched it, I was watching it going, I know that he's going to have split personalities, but maybe Casey, these two girls are part of her personality and they're going to disappear and you're going to realise that it's... So there's a whole bunch of stuff that I was going... I was going in different directions. I feel like he's... And cancelling things out as I was watching. I feel like his character was was really interesting when he's going through the personalities, but then when the beast kind of comes out, just turns him into a strong guy. Yeah. but that's but he says that they've all gone to sleep. He's like he's turned those other personalities off. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't make it interesting to watch the strong guy run around. Just you've had this guy sort of changing his personalities. Yeah, because I, know, I, I, don't, I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but it's yeah. kind of like the beast comes out, and you're like, okay, we accept we're we're on this plane. Yet it's in this universe that it can be supernatural, and he's got this superpower. But then when he is the beast. Mm. It takes away the interesting. It takes away Dennis. Takes away Patricia. Yeah, and Hedwig. And Hedwig. I don't know. Just, <laughs> it, the way it was handled was pretty good for the most part. It was just kind of my feelings when I was looking looking back on it after the stinger and trying to yeah. put it in that context. And but they've opened yeah. it up to also have that potential for him to go. What what day is this? What's happened? How did this happen? Like how yeah, come the, how come the when therapist he actually comes dead? out of it and he is Kevin? But they've sort of rubbed that out. Yeah, because the end of it, it won't basically work, yeah. says it's not working anymore. So it's yeah. either the beast, and then when the beast kind of takes Surely, I bet you they'll go back to it. I bet you they'll go back to it, because that's the best part of the character, well, right? where else are they going to go, really? Yeah. It's Dennis, Hedwig, and Patricia. Yeah. So he comes out of the beast, and he's with the Horde again. Yeah. The other guys are kept on the fringes. And they specifically said that Kevin was gone. Like, yeah. they've sent him on a long holiday. Yeah. So... Yeah, I don't, like I'm, I, yeah, I'm just kind of with you though, Jared. I just, I just thought that it went too far down the, the all, like climbing up the walls and shit. Well, are we in are we in dislike territory here? No, I was just sort of I don't know. That was one I was kind of confused. I was like I was saying, it was a roller coaster. I liked the visuals of the beast, and then I loved the sting of it. It just felt like a little dip in the middle of that. They had to show the they had to show the climbing the wall and the because even just the and then he like jumps off the wall and he's yeah I know just what looking I'm saying back, is like, the characterization when, when you watch that. Without yeah. the sting, the context, yeah, the actual experience of watching it is kind of like I'm a little bit disappointed that that's actually where it ended yeah. up. Yeah, that's okay. what that wasn't what I was expecting. The sting then comes the sting into context. Then and says we're in a universe where there's other people like that, and yeah. I'm kind of like, oh, it's that makes it a bit better. But then when I watched it again, it wasn't really better. Yeah, it was just sort of there was still a bit of a lull in the movie for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Well, it takes away the best parts of McAvoy's performance too, well, which is all the bit, yeah. separate. That sequence where he changes all in one in about three minutes yeah. is it's top notch. You know, where he's mm. just changing instantly from character to character. Yeah. But then, then those guys drop away, and the beast. I comes guess out. I found him far more interesting when he was, you know, having those conversations. About yeah, what was going on. Yeah. Then when he kind of turned into Wolverine, it was a yeah, little bit, fair enough. A little bit less interesting. So you went to Wolverine. I went to the uh, from um, Underworld. When they, oh, they merge yeah, Olmec, yeah. the Lycan and the Viking, uh, the uh, vampires, and he's like that half-hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good thing. No. That's not Probably a good not. thing. Yeah, I can see it working. I can see it working because they'll go for a little bit more of that. Like, obviously, you've seen in the trailer he's when he's in there with Glass and, and David Dunn in the in the Institute, whatever, yep. wherever they are. I think it's the younger um, Institute. The younger Institute of Modern Discotonic. They did a little bit of study going on. But, um, it, it seemed like um, Patricia was talking. Yes. Um, so there's going to be a little bit of that. And, and they did show a couple of quick shots of I want to meet the Beast. So it seems like there's going to be a lot more of that interaction. And when he is the Beast, you've still got Glass and Dunn to yeah. 
carry some of that other stuff. So yeah. Yeah, no, if it was a massive problem, I wouldn't be keen for glass, and I'm super keen. No, yeah, so. I'm still very keen for it. And I still think, yeah, it was it was pretty minor. It was only it was only a small portion of the movie that I was a little bit. Sort of well, that's the funny thing too, because interesting. because I don't have a lot of dislikes. It's just that I just I, again I'd watched Unbreakable beforehand, and I watched this. I was on a high. This is 15 minutes longer and yet feels a lot slower. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's its biggest problem. It could have been a little bit shorter, for sure. Whereas I remember, as I was putting them both on, I thought, Unbreakable is pretty slow. Yeah. Well, I remember, the one that remember thinking about what like, happens, Unbreakable should be the one that feels slower, for yeah. sure. And, and it, it doesn't. doesn't yeah. But yet it doesn't. So I think maybe Shyamalan's storytelling in this one weren't, wasn't as succinct and wasn't as tight. It's much more difficult because he had all these split personalities yeah. to work with and it was probably a little bit more difficult to get it all. The setting was also in one place for most of the movie as well. Yeah. It made it, it, made it a bit more... Surely that's contributed to the, how tedious it is because they're stuck in a room. <laughs> yeah, it does well. million. Yeah, they've done well. You've got to take out some scenes. It's got to happen in there. We'd love to do some things a bit further. You've got a house, you've got a weekend. But a lot of that actually helps it. Like the fact that every time the girl's out, they're just running down these service tunnels with pipes and stuff and they've just got no way out. There's just yeah, nowhere yeah. to go. There's just no, it's, it's like you've got any, there's no windows, there's no doors. Like, even when she mentions, like, and Hedwig's like, oh, you know, I've got my CD player next to my window. And she's that like, was oh, actually shit. a big like. When yeah. she that was good. And she goes in there and it's just this drawing of a window and he goes, see, it's open and it's closed and you can see her face just drop. Yeah, she's like, yeah. fuck, oh, I'm screwed. God. And she's just, she gets desperate. Let me out. <clears> yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Appeals to the better nature of the kid. Yeah, mm. it was probably a mistake. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> any other big likes, people? No, that's my likes definitely done. Same for me. That's it. Dislikes. I kind of went into it the the little lull there yeah. after the reveals. That was one of my dislikes. For yeah, sure. well, that's I had that the, the supernatural portion of the ending. It just, it, it just feels like they go like compared to what David Dunn's powers are. I mean, obviously he's got his prescience and stuff like that. Mm. This just felt like, and as you said, until you know what the stinger is. It feels like a real change in the whole movie. Is not the it's same movie you've been watching. Yeah. Too far. The yeah. change is a great change. Big you've been change. watching like a and there's a reason for it. Mm. There is a reason for it, mm. and I understand that reason. But without that knowledge, when you first saw it, all you, all you could be thinking is, "What the hell's going on here?" Yeah. yeah. And, and the other thing too is in contrast to Dunn, where it's very slowly and it's not really a superpower. It's just this guy's stronger, and you see him wrestling the other guy, but taking a bit of taking a bit of punishment. Compared to McAvoy, who just starts rippling with muscle and veins and then starts climbing the walls. Like, it's very... Yeah, it, fe- very it fe- felt like, somewhat kind of rushed, almost. A little bit, yeah. It just, it just Which is felt, weird, considering there was a lot more to get through in the middle. Yeah, a little bit. <clears throat> but it wasn't a huge dislike. It didn't sort of destroy it for me. I just found, yeah, just found it more interesting prior. Um, the... I did kind of mention this one before too. It's just a little bit uneven when they, when all the girls are in there. It's just it's just going up and down. I didn't like that. I thought going the, up and down. the blonde girl was like so naive yeah. and aggressive yeah. with how we need to deal with it. And as you said, she was supposed to be like she, yeah. she. There was a part where like she was entitled and she's talking about I did six months of karate or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And crazy just like you're six months of karate at the fucking mall. Yeah, we just watched yeah. this guy carry us in here. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so I think there's an element of her kind of supposed to be like that, but it was just like I felt the other girl was wasted. She was yeah, she, she, she was, was a dead didn't character. She didn't get to do much exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it was just kind of pointless. Like the, the escape attempts just felt pointless at yeah. times. There was no there was no drama to it. Like there it was like down the line. Mm, it was yeah. just kind of like let's get this. So they're not going anywhere. So let's get McAvoy back in. That's yeah. all you felt like. You really only needed the one if you had just Anya Taylor Joy. She could have done the same things that the other girls did. Well, there's there's <clears> where you cull some of that fat. Yeah, you cull some mm. of the fat with that. Well, you the don't unnecessary need the other escape. Girls. They go out through the ceiling and they go down the vent and stuff, and she's running away. That same thing happens with Anya later on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just unnecessary. But. Mm. I kind of I got a little bit of what you were saying that you know she was kind of forced to be with these girls you yeah because she was invited to the party because everyone else was mm. it it made a bit of sense there was some purpose to yeah, there was purpose sure. but I just felt there's there's some fat trimming you just you you ditch those two characters and you've probably yeah. lost ten minutes Easy. did you need both of them yeah no. just one of them you could have just done one of them yeah well even the, just the blonde girl yeah because you could have still did had the entitled. 
side of it as well and all we that. We wouldn't have had her being eaten though. Yeah. 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 That was, <laughs> <laughs> again, that was that was <laughs> more, but again that comes back to what you said. It just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. That's why I liked like it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> she walks in here is munching on He's going into beast like, mode. Yeah. Where, where are we? What are we doing? <clears throat> the um the blonde girl remind me of Hayden Panettiere as well. Like mm. from when she was younger, when she was in Heroes and stuff like that. Yeah, she, she had a lot of that from, vibe. Uh, Edge of Seventeen, wasn't she? <coughs> I haven't seen it before. Pretty good movie that one. Yeah, that's good. I've seen it. Woody Harrelson, you loved him. Though. Loved him. Again, pretty minor, but Casey seems to take a fucking hell of a long time to watch those journals. His video uh, yeah. journals. Oh yeah, yeah. I was sitting there like we cut away from it. You rushed then, through those. It seems like bloody twenty minutes later. <laughs> Obviously, it wasn't that long, but it seems like she's been watching them for ages. Yeah. yeah. And I kind of like that she gets the key where the keys are from that. Yeah, with the yeah. beanie. But man, oh man, where's the where's the urgency? Yeah. There was a bit of urgency before. Like you don't. You even have if you even if you're you. a little bit as more patient, like she has shown throughout. You're not probably not up in front of the computer yeah. for 15 to watch. Yeah. You're at least a little bit worried that he's going to return and ca- catch exactly. you on his machine, yeah. you know? Yeah. It seemed like she was on there. Screen time, it was at least like five minutes, but movie time, it felt yeah, it like felt a long like time because yeah. he was doing yeah. the train station. Like Maddie said, if she'd have done at some point where she like measured the... Oh, she he's, knew, he's, yeah. He's out of here. He's, he's going to be out of here for, every time. Yeah. An hour and ten minutes or yeah. something. This is how long yeah. I have to make an escape. To exactly. watch his video, Because if you get out there, you're trying to get out through the fucking door more than she did. But you don't just go, oh, you know, I'm just going to go watch these really interesting... Like, I felt like they tried minutes. to establish that's that... Buffer. That's Buffer, just I'm in case I make some mistakes. Yeah. They tried to establish that a bit because well, I guess when when the character comes back in with the, the bucket and the cleaning stuff, hmm. you're like, oh, they're going to be here for a while, but maybe not knowing how long they're going to leave the building for. Yeah. yeah. But they never really... They never established that she was... She knew he was going to be gone for a long time. Yeah, this yeah. was like one of the few times that it seemed like they were aware that he was gone. Mm, yeah. Even. And the... But Hedrick said it. I've got to go to the meeting now. I know, but like establishing that is a totally different thing. Like yeah. it seems like when you watch that movie, it seems like because you're showing a shot of him at the train station, you're showing a shot of whatever else is going on, it seems like she's there for... I'm, I'm sitting there going, that's got to be like half an hour. Yeah, easy. I don't know how far the train station is, but you're chopping time of him walking, of him going through the gate, of him train yeah. station, of him flowers. Like, that's a long time. Yeah. I don't care who you are and how well planned you are. If you're escaping, you're not stopping to watch the computer for that long. Yeah, no. fair enough. Like it's sort of like if I can't find the keys, well, you're trying to get another yeah, plan. You're trying to get to the nearest door and work out what's next. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it didn't seem possible. like I don't know. Was she actually looking to try and find the keys? Is that what she was? Doing? I think she was looking to find any she information. Was to find any information. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So if you sit there for half an hour and then go, "Ooh, time's up. I better get back into my room." That yeah. feels a bit. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. I thought the closed circuit on the on the walkie-talkies was poorly done as well because the guy on the other line's just like, "Is this a joke?" Like, I thought that was like. Yeah, you would take I that she seriously. was going to try and get out of the room with it for yeah. a bit or something, and yeah. it was going to be a bit of a chase or something. But Surely yeah. you'd know that the the multiple personalities guy works at the zoo as well. Yeah, I'd be sitting there going, "Look up my fucking name, yeah. at least Google my name." Yeah, but that's the thing. Like she says her name a bunch of times, and then he goes, "Who's this?" And it's like, yeah, "Mate, right? just you joking, blah blah." Yeah. Just carrying on. Like, it's just. Someone's screaming something at you on the other That was way. frustrating, that bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I was waiting for someone, does anyone know Rusty Nail? Like, come on. <laughs> Anytime I see a two-way in a movie, yeah. sort of go yeah. to straight Rusty away. Rusty Nail. Other dislikes? Yeah, that was pretty much it for me. Yeah. There wasn't I, specific um, things in the movie that I yeah, hated. I didn't hate the film. I just, the just felt that there were lulls that hurt it. Mm. The only thing I had, um, and it was obviously very important for a character, but the, the uncle thing... It's that just was, dark. Yeah, that was just, uncomfortable. That stuff's just rough, man. Like, always, that, especially that girl, always, she's really little. Yeah, when he's rolling around in the leaves, he's like, where animals? Animals don't have clothes. It's like, oh. It wasn't pleasant, and it wasn't. Honestly, like, I get that you needed it and stuff, but yeah, any time that happens. Yeah. After just, that, I was like, she's way too well-adjusted to be that person, you know? Difficult. Yeah. It's just difficult to even just see the depiction of that shit. Yeah, That's yeah. Sort of shit on screen. It's very... Um, um, as you said, it's kind of it, it is quite important to her backstory. Yeah, but it's just yeah. See, and again, I, I I'm just interested to see how this whole these two films get rolled together mm. to make. Yeah, it. I was I'm excited to it. see where it's going to yeah, go. Yeah, it's really interesting to see where they're going to go. It's good to see that Shyamalan's found a little bit of footing recently, mm. so we're not back in the midst of 
glasses and coming out in the midst of, you know, between last airbender and happening, perhaps. You know, like he's, he's, he's found a little bit of touch again. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see where. I can't believe you said. Oh, yeah, it's not that's 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 <laughs> I'm just sitting there going, the village, look at that. Oh, shit. Happening. The village was not the worst one. Yeah, that's, I know. That's the thing. Everyone talks about the village being. Village is middle of the road. Yeah, you know, it's it's honestly, After Earth is his worst movie, and I've seen The Happening, and that's saying something. No, surely <laughs> The Last Airbender is his worst movie. I haven't seen that. But no, I haven't seen it Mate, either. if it's worse than fucking After Earth, honestly, I'll be amazed. It is. Oh. <laughs> It's so bad. It is just Will Smith and his son just pandering to each other on screen constantly. Jesus. It's horrendous. <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't have any other specific dislikes for this one. Nope. No, no. I liked it. All right. <laughs> that was Split. If you want to uh, get in contact with us, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podomatic. Send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia and a Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com as well as Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Keep an eye on our Facebook page for details of the next film, which I, b- I believe will go for a Christmas flick. Is that correct? Mm, I'm pretty sure we know what we're watching. Yeah. Oh, I you believe it might be better. Oh, I don't like the sounds of this. I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> but until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.